Greetings, greetings, goddamn. Now, I know this is a, a thing right now because y'all haven't seen me and, you know, the rumors start spreading and all this nonsense. Confuse me, I'm a little greasy. I got a lot of cocoa butter on right now. <laughs> a little too much. You know. Sometimes, you know, you, you don't want the face dry. You don't want the face too greasy, right? That's why when you do videos and you, you're in entertainment or you're in broadcasting and they got makeup crews, some people are too greasy, some people are too dry. God damn, I like to be greasy. <laughs> I salute everybody, God damn. But I feel, I feel good. I think I feel good because you know what? Everybody's always like, yo, things are good. No complaints. I ain't got nothing to complain about. We, we got a lot of shit to complain about. A whole bunch. But y'all ain't listening. <laughs> y'all ain't listening. And I know that there has been a, a main, a big change. Hold on. Yeah, it's been a big change. Um, and I just want to give you an update. I want you to get an update so you don't have to start wondering, God forbid, is he doing an AI move or is he, you know, got kicked off for YouTube? N none of that. You see, what you need to know now is right now I'm on Spotify, SoundCloud. Just subscribe to SoundCloud. Goddamn. And I, and I know that's a question, too, because then it's like, well, are you going to be on SoundCloud? I'm not ever leaving SoundCloud. SoundCloud's always going to be amazing because they are extreme. See, they, they follow the laws of free speech. They follow the laws of being yourself. They let you do you. Shout out to SoundCloud. God damn <laughs> And we can't forget about SoundCloud because these are the, the platforms that we have to use because we're podcasters. You know, when I started doing YouTube, I started as a creator. I want to give you a little bit of quick history so you can understand, because I knew if I wasn't going to do anything on my 10-year mark, I had to go. <laughs> and it's like anything else. You're in a relationship, you live somewhere, you do whatever. Um, but when I started doing YouTube in 2013, I had a plan to do interviews on the streets of New York and interview people. And I wanted my boy, GB, shout out to GB. Um, he's a director, producer, dude that uh, I grew up with. He used to do a lot of Wu-Tang videos and, um, wow, time flies, Wu-Tang videos. And um, what's the other dude, Master P? Yeah, No Limit. So he used to do a lot of that. And I remember I said, listen, man, I got this idea. You know, I want to be out and I want to do YouTube and I want to do interviews in the street. I want you to, you know, have a camera and follow me around the city. He's like, I'm not going to do that. You can do it yourself. <laughs> and what was good about that was he let me know that I could do it myself because 
his whole goal was, I'm going to show you what to do. I'm going to show you what to buy. And he is the reason, by God's grace, that I got into this game and did what I did in April 2013. <laughs> Gerald Barkley, look him up. Salute to that brother. So anyway, I had this concept to be in front of Foot Locker store and interview people in the streets of New York. Fast forward, I started doing interviews in red carpets and doing all these events and I just became a broadcaster and interviewing people. I was an interviewer, you know, press, right? This is dumb, annoying, man. I can't believe they got this kid rolling around in this thing this time of day. This really sucks. This is what happens when you be gone for a little bit. But whatever. Let me let me tune it out. Like my mom always said, tune them out, tune them out. So what happened was I was doing their interviews on the streets. I started doing interviews at events and celebrities. This all was 2013, 2014, right? Then I had this idea because I was this one girl. She wanted me to meet her at the beach. Her and her homegirl was at the beach. And, you know, I went out there and had an idea to start shooting models. Like, you know, um, watching them do whatever they do and kind of put them in a character. Like I had a vision. Now, mind you, this is 2013. Right. Beautiful summer. I was doing a lot. 2014 was ridiculous. 2015, incredible. I was shooting models. Everybody was a fucking photographer at this time. Right? Everybody. Everybody was a photographer. You remember this time? So we was buying our DSLR cameras, the Canon T3Is, the T4Is. They're probably up to T8, T9, T9 right now. Right. But it was a nice movement. And I remember that this accessibility that I had was crazy. 2016, I'm giving you the quick story. I started, I said, I want to do a web series. Remember web series were hot? I remember there was a there was a web series out of Brooklyn. I forgot the name. Um Money and Violence. And Money and Violence took over. And then I, you know, they had the other show, and I think 50 Cent uh got an idea. They took this guy out that created it. I know the dude Moses and you know, he went as a writer, sold the show, which was a big mistake because he was like, he had the hottest damn web series and well, on the East Coast. And um, then they came out with um, whatever, with the name, I'm not going to promote 50 show, but whatever it is, all of a sudden he came out with his show on Fast Forward and he was doing a thing on, on Stars, as you know. 2016, I made and I think I probably finished it in 2017. I think I did like 55 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. 55 to 58 episodes. I, I, I directed and everything. So I was like, wow. What was my mindset then? I'm doing these interviews here in the studio. The girls is on the couch. I mean, I couldn't stop. It was so amazing. Girls are coming out here to the borough. Doing photo shoots, two, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. Yo, I had a great run. 2018, started doing these van videos, like inside the van and, you know, sitting in the truck and having, posting up the camera phone and couldn't do it in the summer though, because the summer, you know, the, the phones get hot and kept killing the videos. But anyway, I was doing all these on these live videos. We didn't call them streams at the time. Google Hangouts, we was doing some people that were across the seas. I was able to, you know, video them. So it was dope. Um, 
2018, fast forward 2019, I'm giving I'll give you the quick version. 2019, I started noticing a big change because I was doing a lot of these expression videos, getting on these clowns that was going over to where you know where and getting on them. And I, I, I was in my zone. So I was doing these videos in the van and having a ball. I'm like, damn, this shit is just, I was able to, it was, it was therapeutic. Like I was literally like releasing tension at the same time. I would go by the water front in Staten Island and in Stapleton to Staten Island. It was just dope. Um, 2020 COVID hits. So all the creative things that we were doing, cause I think my last thing I was doing, cause I started shooting parties and kids parties and stuff like that. Um, that was dope. Cause I was doing a lot of kid parties and grown up adults parties and stuff like that. And, you know, I was making, you know, making some change with that. I remember the very last week of COVID the first week of COVID, it was like, listen, this is going to hit. And I think, the particular Saturday, I was like, yo, y'all still going to do this party? I remember my man, Victor, shout out to Victor, Puerto Rican cat, him and his wife had something for his mother, I believe. And it was, or was it his mother-in-law? I think it was his mother-in-law. Insane. And I was like, y'all still doing this? Because they're saying this COVID thing is like going to kill everybody. And he's like, we're still doing it. And I believe that Tuesday, the whole city locked down. I will never forget that. March of 2000. I don't remember the exact day. So by default, we became, everybody became streamers. TikToks exploded. Um, OnlyFans exploded for the ladies, the girls. I ain't going to say ladies. There ain't no ladies on no damn TikTok. I mean, excuse me. There's, there's, there's no ladies on OnlyFans. Right? So that you couldn't go to the strip club. People was getting, you know, mad creative and they were making strip clubs. It, it like, you know, you could go wash your car and you could go through drive through It was crazy. Everybody was being creative, but what hit and took the nation by storm was streaming. And everybody just started streaming. I might, this is 2020, 21. It, it got worse. Now, Create, creating and going outside and doing videos, we we were done with that. Those those days were over because what ended up happening was it was un, it was not safe. I was losing family members and friends, and it was just a rough rough time. And 2019 was already bad for me, and I went through that storm. That by God's grace, by God's grace. <laughs> I was doing a lot of videos by myself outside, but COVID wasn't here yet. So I believe my last outdoor interview was October of 2018. No, no, 2019. October 2019. And of course, like I said, we were doing other events and then boom, COVID. So I haven't, I haven't did any street interviews in years. Um, I haven't did any functions in a long time. Other than Method Man's wife's, um, I think she had like a, 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 a what you call it? What's the thing called? Uh, a, a, a fundraiser. And that was back in February or was it January? Shout out to Tracy Brown as well. She was part of that because she was part of the podcast. Shout out to the ladies, Tamika, Shy, and rest in peace to Tracy. So um, it was crazy. I did this one event and I, I felt good about it because I was like, wow, I've missed doing this. I, I even brought me another microphone. I, I had everything. I was doing car videos. I was doing a lot. 
I'm all over the place, but I'm just giving you the quick zone of where I'm going with this. Okay. 2022, everybody now has a podcast. Everybody. I created, in 21, I created the billionaire mindset. I got off the ask Nathaniel because I wasn't in the streets anymore. So it was nothing to ask me. I wasn't doing these interviews in the streets where we, my goal in the street interviews was for men to see how approachable women were because they were talking to me. And then I had to realize later on, that's a personal problem. (laughs) I I was good. You know what I'm saying? Thank God. And you know, I, I find myself trying to show men and then that wasn't working. And my man, big Mitch salute to big Mitch bear. Salute to my brother. And um, he gave me this idea. He was just talking about one time how the billionaires were thinking. It was just incredible. And I came up with the billionaire mindset in uh, summer of 21. <laughs> now, through all this, I had like the worst of things that happened to me and the best of things. I'm not going to get into that. But the worst of the thing happened to me in 2019. The best happened in 2020. But I was getting complacent now because I couldn't have guests over here because COVID was going up and down. We had these different forms of COVID kept coming back and forth. People are dying. People are getting sick. So eventually I just was here by myself. But I noticed one thing. I always fed my thing is through audience. Like, you know, whether I was on stage doing something at the theater you know, and I did that once, which is coming again or doing relationship topics in 2013, right? Remember, accident thing, that's what it was about. It was more than just the lifestyle. That was my slogan. Then I went into the whole zone of the old transformations, the, the, the directing music videos. I, I did it all. And, and, then, and then I realized that as I look back, I'm like, that was then. But there was one main ingredient that I didn't do throughout these years. Because I reached my anniversary of 10 years on YouTube, two years of the billionaire mindset, because the billionaire mindset is actually two years old as of last month. But the billionaire mindset was good. It it was really a mindset. It was just more of official thinkers. And then I had to change it to the B mindset, because the B is for a very special person in my life. So... Those don't understand. It wasn't just the billionaire mindset. It was the the Bob mindset. And I just, you know, if you caught that, if you didn't catch it, then that's that. But the B mindset was that representation of everything I try to instill. So I believed in giving men tough love and women tough love. And you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be out here dragging a woman. That's that's just a, only a pussy would do that. You understand? So, you know, you got you to gotta kick these men. You know, you got to kick them in their ass and I felt a lot of brothers, it just wasn't rapping. And it's not even an acquired taste, it's just factual. Like there's like the majority in my world and my mindset, I believe the majority of the dudes is just bozos and there's a few amount of official dudes. You understand? So um I had to represent for that, the elite male, you know, not the loser man. Like I tried with y'all niggas, y'all niggas failed. I've been doing that shit with y'all for 10 years. You haven't shown me shit. <laughs> So I figured, let me, let me, you know, Kevin Samuels went through this whole time and Manus started bashing Manus Spear. It just was like a disaster. I got exhausted dealing with them bozos, so clowns, they would say. And once I get bored 
or, or move, I move on to the next situation. In other words, I can't do a web series in 2023 because now Netflix and all of them copied off of us. Now they make all their movies. They make all their movies into this mode of web series. Like if you, if you look at movies on Netflix right now, there's like, they call it a series. They'll make the shit, they'll, it'll be a movie, but they'll break it up into like a whole bunch of series. Now I'm not going to say they're the first ones to do that, but I know they took that from us YouTubers. So once again, you know, power and all that shit was created. That other whack show that was on um, channel five, Fox five or whatever. So, People were stealing. I felt there's more creators more on YouTube than television because, I mean, I have to give credit to that. So moving along, um, I started noticing this year, I'm like, wow, 10th anniversary, what am I going to do next? Because I can't go back to doing what I do. The models are not what they was, you know what I'm saying? All, all the women that I used to work with, they went through a whole bunch of mental trauma now. Remember, they're on social media, so they're all fucking done. And I'm not saying physically, just mentally. Um, there's a lot of women out here that I worked with. There's a lot of things that I did with people. And it's it's it's, it's a little disheartening. You know, it's it's, it's rough. It's, it's, it's super sad to see. I put all this content on YouTube. Almost 6,000 videos. And I used to always say, man, what if there's a glitch with YouTube? that everything just all my stuff goes. Cause I, I didn't got shit on hard drives. I got tons of stuff on hard drives, but these particular podcasts, um, unless they're not on SoundCloud, I have them on hard drives as well, but not as much. You know what I'm saying? My main stuff was like the web series, the interviews, the street interviews, the memorable street interviews. I mean, people that I interviewed 10 years ago, you know? So if I interviewed them at 20 years old, they're 30 now, it's a big difference. You know, interview somebody at 15 years old, they're 25 now. So that's a major change. I was like, oh my God, I would lose everything. And that was immobilizing me because I never wanted to leave YouTube because I put in all this work and it was, it, it, it frightened me. Like, oh my God, what would I do? And it was just, it would mess with my work because now I couldn't do a podcast without a crowd. And then I started overcoming that. Now I didn't have an, I said, can I do this without an audience? So I did this thing on stage in December, 2020, or was it 21? And I went to my boy, Peter at the theater up in Manhattan. I ain't going to say where, I'm not going to say where. And I did this. I said, what if I could do this monologue on stage without a, without a crowd? Um, again, fear, fear mobilizes you. I did it. it. It came out with a great video. I didn't do well because I wasn't on the stop it bozo and all my little things. I was used to make, to make these funny videos, but I did it. And once I overcome something, that's what makes me power. There's power in overcoming something. Always remember that. There's power. So once I overcame that, it made me more stronger because I said, how am I going to get on stage and do this? And I went on stage and the, the damn Wi-Fi went and I couldn't connect with the audience. And I was freestyling. And I'm like, I didn't really like what I did, 
because I, I felt as if like I'm like a stand-up comedian. I'm on stage by myself. Like I'm going to actually put the video back up. And I was on stage by myself. Well, actually the sound bite of myself, right? Because I'm not putting it back up. But anyway, I was on stage and I'm like, wow, I couldn't. I just couldn't get into it myself. You know what I mean? Because I felt as if I couldn't get, the audience wasn't there, what I'm going to do. But once I overcame it, I said, I will never, ever, ever do something like that and have to rely on the crowd. So now we're relying on YouTube to just in case Garfield, because everything is with them. God forbid they close their doors. I'm screwed, right? Then I'm thinking, well, if I don't have a crowd, I can't do a show. And you know, I overcame that. And now I'm here and I'm like, there's no audience because I'm not doing this live. This is this is taped and I'm I'm here for 20 minutes and 49 seconds. So there's a lot of practice that came along for the 10 years, and I'm happy about that. I've learned a lot, I created a lot, I know a lot, and the good Lord gave me a lot of talents. But there's one thing that I have to do among many, but this is one. I feel I accomplished everything in my life that I needed to accomplish. Especially becoming a father, goddamn. So, it made me see myself in the light now, like I'm doing as we're speaking. And I'm like, wow, I could do this without an audience. But when I was on that stage, I couldn't do it. I couldn't fathom it, but now I'm like, I actually was strengthening myself all along doing these live streams every day, sometimes two live streams. Listen, to, when, when, when COVID was hitting hard in 20, I was doing five live streams, six live streams a day. On a regular basis, I was doing two, two times a day. Getting at the bozos, letting the woman know how they playing themselves. It was, it was, it was bad. But I was on that black bass to that black man harder because I'm a black man. And you got to be hard on that black bastard because he's the one that got to lead the woman. Now, some people may feel like, well, Nate's probably just tired of talking to people. It's not that I'm tired of talking to people. It's just that the times are changing. They closed the movie theaters in my neighborhood. We just had a movie theater. that literally shut down Thursday, a couple of days ago for good. Because they haven't repaired since COVID. You have situations that are taking place. We we see businesses and hotels closing since COVID. They're trying to build a music park side and it's closed since COVID. Things, things are going left. But now I'm able to do this by myself without an audience. So I reach my plateau. I'm, I'm where I need to be. And the chapter gets closed. You finish the book. So one day I came in here and I did a video and I remember the last one I did and it was basically, let me see, I think though I told the woman, I think the last video I did was um, don't let a man move in with you. Never. Don't ever do that. And prior to that, I took a two, three week vacation off of YouTube. I started noticing myself that I didn't want to be here anymore. And not here, but I didn't want to be there. 
I didn't want to be on YouTube speaking of the same redundant topics. It's like I could watch a Martin show over and over. I could watch the Honeymooners over and over. But these topics now, we was getting out of things two, three years later. But come on now, it's 2023. The summer's halfway over. The year's almost halfway over. What are we doing? Not what are we doing? What am I doing? So I, I felt as if there was no effort anymore because it was too easy to be me. Now I'm able to be myself and without an audience. I wish I would have did this before. I wish I would have just been taping because there was a time as creators, we were able to put our stuff up on YouTube and create. Shout out to my man, Tyrone Jackson. Don't wait to, don't wait, create. He, he instilled that slogan into my head. And I seen a lot of YouTubers that, that was failing. I'm like, Anything I see the common YouTuber do, I don't, I don't do it. Now, you the Joe Buttons podcasters, these guys, you know, they, they go with the time as well, too. But they're, they're making millions of dollars or not. It's too easy to make a podcast. But if we're real podcasters, we're supposed to be on these streams, these platforms. Like, how are we being a podcaster on YouTube? I know some people that have YouTube channels that don't even have a platform on SoundCloud or Spotify or nothing. Technically, you still have an audience there. Well, Nick, won't you go over to Rumble? You could do this. Nah, that's okay. I don't want to start that either. That's the same shit that happened with, uh, I forgot the other name of the other thing. But anyway, you know, I don't want to start to go to another person's landfill or a home and it be turns into a landfill because everybody goes over it and shits all over it. I just can't do that anymore. So I did this lit of this video. I wasn't doing a lot. I was doing, I wasn't, see how I call video. I did this last podcast and I wasn't doing a lot. I, I just, I was telling my wife, I was like, yo, I don't want to do this. Anymore. I told my mom, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I said, well, you don't think the people listen? I said, it's not about the people listening. I don't feel that I'm applying myself to my best of my abilities. It's too easy. For me, you know, speaking for myself. And um, I did this last video. And it was weird. I remember every time I finished a video, I get right on this couch and pray right on my, I get on the edge and get on my knees and pray. And this time I listened to the audio on the way home and I just was like, I don't know what else to talk about. And not that I don't know what else to talk about, because I got tons of stuff. But it was like, what else am I going to talk? Like, I don't want to talk no more. I don't want to talk. And I just said to myself, I think this is it. I think I'm done. I slept on it for a couple of days. And I just woke up one day and said, this is it. And I took the whole channel down. You know, I feel that when you are destined for greatness and you have a destiny, you have a goal, don't share it, just share it. 
You don't have to tell people per se. Hold on one second. Is this thing, the battery died. Hold on one second. That was real ghetto. Wow, that's weird. Okay, sorry about that. The power is about to die. God damn. So, uh, and that was it. I, 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 I just, I think I feared that so long that it immobilized me from other things. And the main purpose of asking Nathaniel just to get my foot in the door I'll tell you this much. The only time I applied the real true essence of Ask Nathaniel to me was when I was doing. And you're going to bug out when I tell you this. The only time I really applied myself as an individual, as Nathaniel, the creator, the true creator, is when I had that web series. Everything else is easy for me, but that was challenging. Putting your zone of your imagination and putting it into work and having the tools to do it, that's sensational. So I didn't want to do it anymore. I have way too many videos, almost 6,000 videos. Nobody's watching all those videos. I wish if I could do this all over again, I would have just had a channel and everyone, every channel that reaches 100 videos, I would have stopped. Because some reason, when we do SoundCloud and we have tens of thousands of footages on there, they go further. I believe YouTube is, you're just as good as your last video. And I used to always tell y'all that, right? You're just as good because when I was going for those two weeks, three weeks almost, people was like, yo, you coming back? We haven't seen you. They thought something was wrong. I'm like, yo, there's a library, there's catalogs. I don't even know how you guys respectfully was even looking for me because I'm like, yo, there's tons of stuff here. But nobody was doing it like that. People want to be, this podcast on YouTube has become addictive. They got to get through the day. They want to hear you talk every day. Current events, like the news. Like You can't watch the news from two weeks ago. It's, it's old. You can't watch it from three days ago. You want to see today, five hours ago, right? Three hours ago. I know I want to. So I'm like, well, damn, I just became a damn news guy. I don't want to become that respectfully. I just don't think the Ask Nathaniel in the billionaire mindset is going to coincide with today's world because now everybody's doing a million street interviews. That game is finished. TikTok destroyed that. Everybody wants to be a talk show host. That's finished. Everybody wants to dish the tea out. I've done that. Celebrity interviews. I've done that. I was doing this shit 10 years ago. Respectfully. So when y'all say, well, damn, Nate, what's going on? You know what? Sometimes you have to sacrifice to build. You have to. In order to let a life come in, I know this personally, you have to clear it out. You have to clear it out. You got to let the old go. 
And that's one thing that's hard with us in the black community, especially in the black community, is letting it go. Being able to say, I've done what I had to do. I don't want to feel like I'm wasting time. And that's not because of you, but I, I started to feel that way. So now I'm no longer a creator. Creator on YouTube was we would go get footages, put it on the SD card, load it up through a damn, uh, you know, editing software and edit it video and then post it. YouTube now doesn't even care for edits. They just want podcasts. It's more podcast friendly. I seen one of my customers, my boy, he cool though. And he came and showed me one of his videos. And this dude is goofing up literally on YouTube, eating, 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 eating. It's crazy. Crazy YouTube. I seen it this morning. I was like, damn, yo, this dude is just straight bullshitting and has the time to do it. I don't want to be related to that. I actually enjoyed it. I said better him than me putting all that poison in there. I wish I could eat like that every damn day. I can't do that. So the billionaire mindset would never be over. Actually, Daniel will never be done. Even if I leave this earth, it'll never be done because if you were there, you heard. It's like having an aunt and uncle and they told you some incredible things and they're no longer here, but you remember it because I know it works for me with people that's no longer here that perished. But I got to create something new. In the meantime, I got to go. And I had to leave. It's like a person that pulls the cord on himself. Family wants them to stay because they don't want to be hurt. Family members like, yo, I'm out of here. I got to go. It's going to hurt you, but you'll thank me later. I told you to be wary of the bozo. I told you it's more than just a lifestyle. I told men how to clean their ass, how women how to wash their pussies. I said it all. I've been there, done it. I said, I did it. You got to know when to retire and move on to the next thing that God has for you. Before redundancy gets kicked into that blood and people say, you know what? He's saying the same old shit. It's over. These niggas couldn't produce 5,700, 5,700 videos, all original content. They couldn't do that. I know they can't because I'm seeing them. If, if a creator, when a creator was a creator, creator's not a creator no more. He just gets up on a mic and babbles. I don't want to be a babbler. I help black men early. I've helped black women later. I've helped everybody recently. The Spanish community uh, especially started me in the YouTube shit, did all them interviews and all the web series. I'm thankful for everybody, man, everybody. Dominicans in New York City and in the Bronx were responsible for a lot of my foundation of this, this platform. But all I just wanted was some street interviews, certain ones, especially the web series. That was more important to me. I could do car interviews. Now, well, you know, car reviews. But come on now. That's over. We got girls doing car interviews on YouTube. To be a creator is to be different. And I just wasn't feeling I wasn't a creator anymore. So I pulled the plug. 
If it's meant for me to do something else, it's meant for me to do it. But the only way I'm going to know that, I got to sacrifice. <laughs> Some of you sacrificed your souls. Some of you sacrificed time. Some of you sacrificed being with somebody for years and being at a job forever. But you also say, well, Nate, what happens when you leave? What else are you going to do? Well, that's the plan. You always got to have something to fall back on. Was YouTube paying the bills? Is YouTube making me rich? You got to think about that. I feel more better knowing that people are coming to me now saying, hey, you get me through the night at work. Now I know that my live streams were working, not the old videos. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't feel bad because I feel as if they just want to hear me currently if I'm going to do it. If I'm going to do that, I'll throw this shit up on SoundCloud. It is a podcast. That's what Apple, that's what Apple's there for. And we forgot that. We forgot that. So I love you all. I appreciate all of you and all my subs. As you will see me today, whether this is on Instagram, some of y'all have very, very few of y'all had the email address because y'all were watching current videos and like, damn, how could I watch Nate every day? And I don't even know how to contact him because YouTube has turned into social media. We all, we just want to know currently. There was a time when I had taped videos that were still doing good. Ten, ten years later, or oh, five years later at the time, no longer. Nobody wants to watch it because it's old. You know what I'm saying? It's like watching, I'll give you a good example. And it was this director that told me, it's the same thing with uh, not reality shows. You, real, nobody wants to watch a reality show from last year. They want to watch the current one. You could watch a TV show like, oh, you know, the what's 600 pounds. You could, you could watch a repeat from that first 48, but you prefer to watch the new stuff, right? Reality shows, you got to watch the current one. Nobody wants to watch a reality show from five. Nobody, you know, there's very few people that's going to actually go into archives and just watch and go on the binge and watch old reality shows. See what I'm saying? So it's the same thing here. But I'm going to continue to let you know, beware of that shit all. And if you didn't learn, you didn't catch all that wisdom that I was spreading, oh boy, you better keep your eyes open. And... You better keep your eyes open. There's a lot to come here. I love you all. Ladies, you want to be official? Fuck with me. And niggas, well, you're fuckers. Only elite men owe <laughs> You, the good guys, I told you, you ruined the game. I couldn't talk about you guys anymore. You destroyed it. We got nowhere to go anymore because you ruined it. You're in the dating game. You ruined the dating game. You make everything bad. Y'all thought that same street dude that shoots up the parties, yeah, he makes it bad on that level, but you make it bad because you're there. Anywhere you're at, you're just as bad as him. Can we talk about that every day? No, I'm not. You may get a video, excuse me, a podcast once a week. 
Maybe once a month on SoundCloud. I'm not going to do that every day. Because I'm going to be right back to where I started. But just understand that the legacy goes on. And if you were listening, you'll be fine. If you wasn't listening, you're fucked. (laughs) You're screwed. I appreciate everybody, man. Salute to all of y'all, all my subs. But the game has changed. YouTube used to be fun. Now I could enjoy YouTube just as a viewer. I'm just no longer creating on YouTube anymore. That's it. That's all. Well, Nate, do you ever be back? I mean, hey, I'll be back with probably something else, but not that. No. If you were listening to what I said earlier, things have changed. 2013, 2015, 2017. You know what I mean? You, you got to go through stages. And the stage we're at right now, I can't share that because then you'll know about that. Seeing is believing. Keep your head up, stay focused, watch that shit all. If he makes one money move, one false move, bury him. That's it. These are the things you just got to be careful for your own good, your safety. But just beware. Are the t-shirts still here? Of course the t-shirts are still here. God damn, I, I put the damn brand right on the goddamn bottom. The t-shirts are still here. Stop it. Beware of the bozo. The only thing is, I don't know if you can hit me at Instagram or what, but you got that damn email because this shit never changes. Let me put it up for you. This is everything. You need to have this. This is very important. It's everything. (laughs) You want to catch an update? You email me there. I'm gone. Y'all can have it. That's all. Let the other people come in. Young people, older people, let everybody else come in. I tell you this much. There was an OG that was up here doing that video, and I actually was inspired by her. I'm going to give her her credit. I don't remember her name, but she said, don't ever let a man move in with you. She had a half a million views. I was just inspired as a good outro. I want that to be the one that you remember. As far as YouTube is concerned. But all this other platform bigger is nothing bigger than YouTube. I don't care if you go Rumble's doing whatever they do. YouTube is too big. YouTube is the government. You could either, you could either be a creator or you could be a viewer. I'll sit and view and enjoy the simple things in life. No love lost. I appreciate it. But I lost worse things. In life, you got to know when to walk away. But don't just walk away and let it go. Walk away and do something new. Once you clear that mind, you'll be able to see further. And I could see. My vision is clear. It was cloudy for 10 years. It was. I devoted a lot of time to this. Forget the video time you see in just the amount of hours. Add all them hours up. Three hours on a video, six hours. I was doing, I did a lot for eight hours one day by myself. 
Could I do it with an audience? That's easy. I could do 24 hours with an audience. Now I'm here for 43 minutes. And I just did a I just did a stream by myself, taped by myself without an audience. So it's working. And it worked. And you know what? I still I still endure you and encourage you to come up here and do something. Create because they need creators. Real creators, people that can bring something new and fresh. I love you all. Keep your head up and I'll see you soon.